Hello and welcome to Mission Chat Show, where we discuss the intersection of your mission and brand. Today I have a special guest from across the pond, Mr. Joel Young, who is currently in England. Thank you and welcome to the show, Joel. Lovely to be here. It's great. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Very excited. Thank you. Thank you again for being with us and, uh, and taking out your time. I know we've... Uh, uh, it's always challenging coordinating with people uh, in the States, I imagine, right? Well, it's a fairly friendly time zone. So my afternoon is your morning. So it, it can work reasonably well. It's only when you have um, people doing teleseminars that I'd love to do at 9 p.m. Mm. PST. And I'm like, that's four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're committed, Joel, you'll make it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let me let me give uh, Joel's uh, bio. It's very distinguished uh, guest today. He is the originator of MPA, which stands for non-personal awareness, which is a beautifully simple, amazingly powerful approach for letting go of blocks and living your dreams. With nearly 20 years of experience of healing and teaching internationally, Joel brings a depth of wisdom and a great deal of energy and humor to his inspiring talks and seminars. Joel is considered a visionary leader in the field of human consciousness and has even been dubbed a 21st century heretic. Heretic? How do you say that word? Heretic. Okay. I haven't seen that word in a long time since history books. (laughs) With his MPA process and its message, Joel is asking, are you ready for profound positive change that comes this easy? In just a few years, Joel has seen MPA spread to over 18 countries and has recently started adding certified MPA teachers into the fold. Joel is passionate and clear in his delivery and has a knack for communicating the essence of a topic in a simple, heartfelt, and easy to digest way. Thank you so much, Joel, for being here. And and I'm excited to learn more about MPA, non-personal awareness. Uh, And can you give me a little bit of of the background of how you got started? I know you were in corporate before. I think you were doing IT, right? Something in that capacity. And and tell me the story of how you got into where you are. Well, my training at college was was computer studies and and programming and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I went through a... Mostly I've been a musician. My history is is as a musician. I was always going to be a pop star. That was my childhood dream. Got into corporate, got into orthopedics, actually, and those kind of things. But then had a wake-up call where a girlfriend at the time got sick and nothing, the medical establishment couldn't do anything. So that set me on a long journey. I got involved with some amazing people, um, became um, a therapist, a, a teacher of something called The Journey, which is a very emotionally focused process, and taught that you know all over, all over the world, really. And then um, in 2007, which was probably about uh, 12 or 13 years into that career, um, I literally was, was sat in a coffee shop and... Um, often say I, I said a prayer or a prayer came to me to say and if you're not happy with the word prayer you could say intention but basically for me it was like okay god gives a job <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was it was kind of if there's something that specifically was if there's something specific that wants to come through me then let me know and I was actually surprised it was there because at the time I was really fulfilled in my life everything was like I'd, I'd, I'd done all the right things got the t-shirt was doing very well but it was there to be prayed I prayed it and a week later I was back in the coffee shop I was journaling on my laptop as I do and sort of what I call six simple lines literally popped out of me it's like they, they were there on the screen um, it was like say these words and by the way Joel this is the answer to your prayer it was one of those ah, kind of moments um, 
And my response to that was, you have to be joking. I mean, I've asked for like a, <laughs> this is my life's purpose I've asked for. Don't give me just six simple lines. Um, but I call that the MPA process now. And I've discovered, obviously, that its simplicity is its genius. Um, and really, the, the track from that in terms of how the business has grown for that, I really kind of kept it very close to me for about 18 months. I wanted to find out, you know, what is this thing? It started to bust all of the, all of the rules that I'd learned in terms of healing and consciousness, and all the things that I taught people and 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 known was the truth were, were kind of busted by these six simple lines. Um, and then after about eighteen months, I really got the hit to to teach it publicly. I was doing a lot of other things at the time, and in the context of a meditation circle, it was there to share it um, in the group beyond just sort of private clients and friends um, and it had amazing effects even then that I was totally surprised that I'd never had uh, people going into to such great um, releases myself with it I think other people were having these amazing experiences and from there basically it became a seminar very quickly and then um, you know through social media and such like it's grown across across the world and I've traveled an awful lot with it and as I say you said on, on the bio now starting to introduce teachers as part of the the program to uh, to spread it across the land and, and that's kind of been the journey of it it's been very exciting and I feel very blessed that mm. uh, this little thing has come into mm. my life and made a difference Wow um, Joel can you explain a little bit more about what MPA is I know from what we and I had spoken about before we talked a little bit about we thinking versus me thinking and how uh, you talked about, you know, your part of your mission was about not not letting it be so personal, not making letting things be so personal. Can you explain a little bit more about that, please? Sure. So MPA, non-personal awareness. I mean, there's there's two pieces to it. You pointed to both. The bigger picture is the we thinking, not me thinking. But it really starts with MPA as the MPA process, those six simple lines. And what they enable you to do is is to stop taking stuff personally. And and what I found is when you stop taking it personally, that forgiveness is automatic, and then freedom just automatically follows and there's a lot of other people that have said you know taking things personally or stopping taking things personally is a good idea I mean um, the most famous one is probably um, the guy did the four agreements and agreement two is take nothing personally but none of them really said how to do that <laughs> mm. uh, and these six simple lines just just cover that it's a really simple way to do that so it's used in all sorts of situations relationally in all sorts um, and I would say that sort of it, it can help you let go of the yucky stuff and let in the yummy stuff of life. Because mm. if you look at taking things personally, what you're really doing is you're, um, you're taking some idea and saying that that's you or about you. And really all we have is, is our, our projections onto the world of what's going on. And you can start thinking about it, all the rest of it, but the MPA process just lets you go right into it. It offers you a perspective which is powerful enough to dissolve the attachment to it, and then it can be allowed just, just to, to let go. And that, on a very simple level, can just take the stress out of life. On a very profound level, it can reconnect you to the very source of who you are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in terms of um, the things I've seen, including, you know, healing and people with, um, you know, depression, 18 years of depression going away in two minutes, these kind of things uh, have come along the way as well. So it's a simple spoken word process um, that helps you stop taking stuff personally. And out of that, amazing things can happen. Mm, wow. And um, so you know that most of the listeners are mission-driven entrepreneurs or business owners. Uh, can you give maybe a practical use of MPA for 
somebody who is maybe starting their business or or in the process of really getting uh, becoming more successful in their business? Sure. Well, one of the things that um, is, I think, really uh, people don't. It's like when you have a child, they don't tell you. <laughs> well, they do, right. tell you, but, you, but you don't ever listen. Mm-hmm. Um, starting a business is is very similar. You know, it's going to stretch you um, in ways that you never expected. And so, what I love about MPA, and I think that the, the prayer that came through me was really a, a wider collective prayer of, in this crazy, busy, full of stuff world, is there a really simple way to help me stay on track, stay clear, focused and and open to inspiration within myself. So MPA can be used in that context. So to give you an example, in a business context, you might find that you're, uh, it's anything that's coming up. So you're starting a new business and suddenly all of that doubt and (laughs) Mm -hmm. all that self-beration comes, I'm not good enough, everyone's better than me, all the rest of it. You can instantly use MPA in that context to find out what is the point that you're actually holding on to that stuff that's dragging you down simply let it go and then free you back into a space of flow and connection and of course in in you know as i'm sure everyone who's listening to this knows when you're running a business especially a mission-based business you know there can be a lot of that um you know inner conflict and these kind of things and that's that's very much uh, easy peasy to 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 let go of with with mpa mm. and uh, and i'm sure you know this and i've gone through this myself that a lot of times the same baggage and the same clutter that's going on in our business, we see that same baggage and clutter in our personal lives as well. It's almost like the it, it doesn't you have to clear it in, in your personal life to clear it in your business life and vice versa. So I can see the practical uh, application to your personal life as well. Yeah, well, in, in MPA, we talk about, I call them cookie cutters, or these are the, the connect, the points of connectedness where you actually... Uh, what well, you're actually doing the creating of your experience in your life. And I often say they're like goggles. You know, you put them on and it doesn't matter where you look, you're going to be looking through that filter, if you like. Mm-hmm. So you're quite right. It'll, it'll show up in your personal life and your business life. Mm. Um, but it, it is actually useful... Um, you know, it's sometimes useful to sort of sneak up on the personal stuff by looking at it through the context of your business and vice versa. Mm. <laughs> so it's yes. quite useful to do that. Oh boy, yes. I'm going through some of those challenges right now. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and through, uh, through a lot of self-reflection and awareness, I've come to uh, certain things that were blocking me in my, per- in my business life that then I started finding in my, bi- in my personal life that uh, I didn't think was a challenge. And then I started looking at it for over the last, you know, 10, 15 years. And I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> I didn't see it as an issue, but yeah, it was definitely so. Uh, so that's really interesting. But I agree with you in, in this, that in my particular case with one particular issue, I did see it. It was like, it was almost backwards. I did see it when, it, when the business side came up because I used to be in corporate. So ha- being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, way different set of, of, of challenges you're going to face, even though I'm in, you know, on purpose, in purpose within my mission, whole other set of, of challenges came up. And I know you mentioned this a few minutes ago about being in a mission based business. And one of the things that I've noticed is, uh, just simply we're, we're so much in service and contribution, yet there's a piece of us that is, uh, is not allowing or attracting abundance and wealth. It's almost like, it's 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 a contrary value. Not everybody, but there's a lot of a lot of businesses that I've or and and entrepreneurs that I've worked with. 
Um, can you speak a little bit about that? And, and maybe, uh, I don't know if you have like maybe a, a something that you can, some advice that you can give some for somebody who's in that spot. So if I'm right, you're, you're talking about where, where you've got you've got this whole mission thing and your passion mm-hmm. is just about showing your passion. Then there's the whole, how do I make money stuff. Right. Is, is that is that what yes. you're looking at? Yes. Yeah. Well, again, we were talking just before uh, we came on this call about uh, a blog that I've just written. It's not posted yet, but it's here. Now you've asked the question. And one of the things that I was writing about is is that um, often what we do is we get told you're supposed to do this, this and this, or you're supposed to focus on this, this and this. And that is somebody else's cookie cutter for what you're supposed to do and can have nothing to do with what actually is um, on your abundance track. So if if money doesn't really matter to you, and for a lot of even savvy business mission-based people, it's not their first, it's not their leading point, if you like, isn't mm-hmm. money. Right. And yet they're told and all, you know, the accountant will say, you've got to focus on the bottom line, blah, blah, blah. Blah, when they do that, they, what they're really doing is stepping away from their abundance track. And, and one of the things MPA is excellent at is helping you to connect to where you are connecting to your flow or your flow of abundance. Mm-hmm. And it might not look like the money straight away, but it's the difficulty is, is to trust that when you really follow that flow, that, that money matters enough to you that it will then come along to provide the creation of whatever it is that you're really focused on. Mm-hmm. And there's always a balance in there, but that's the tough bit. But where we get lost is where we, we stop listening or, or stop focusing on, you know, where am I truly connected to what the passion and the creation and the inspiration is here that is actually, you know, because the creation itself has an investment. Your mission has an investment in being um, manifested, if you like. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, it's come to you. It's, it's a gift. Any, well, my view is any mission-based um, business person is being given that mission. It's, they haven't just dreamt it up. It's sort of within themselves, but really it's, it's a gift from something beyond themselves. That's why I call myself sometimes the custodian of MPA because it was, you know, I caretake it. Um, and so MPA has its own agenda, its own, it's, it's like, come on, Joel. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I want this, I want this, I want this. And if I start focusing on the money, that might not necessarily in that moment be the true path or the best path to go along. I know that answers your question, but yes. that's where I went with it. <laughs> no, that's great. Thank you. So I know that one of the things that I, I love to, to focus on is how to make the most impact uh, with what you, with your mission, what you've, um, you know, this message that you've been given. So uh, you touched a little bit of, uh, earlier about you've been able to use social media to really leverage that. Can you talk a little bit of maybe giving some some practical advice for really getting the word out about your about your business and about MPA? Sure. Well, I know that some people have a have an issue with um, with social media. I did. I mean, actually, it was MPA that got me into social media by a. Um, it is quite similar to, to what we talked about a minute ago. So um, when I first thought, heard about Twitter, I was like, no, I had my stories of it's all very superficial, <laughs> blah, 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 all those things that we tell ourselves before we get into social media. And I was doing some MPA around that. Actually, I was doing MPA around abundance um, in general. And I just noticed myself, often people who do MPA describe how it sort of does them. <laughs> so I noticed myself signing up for Twitter and I was like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> you know, he, he doesn't even like Twitter and 
were they? He's got no idea. But the thing is, I had a story that I wasn't a networker. That was my identity of myself, which was absolutely not true. So the MPA facilitated me getting in touch with Twitter. So Twitter's been amazing for me in terms mm. of creating connections. You know, some of my first international radio shows I did, you know, back in 2009 was based on me signing up for Twitter and just connecting. So, um, I think that there's a couple of things that I've learned over the time in terms of how to use social media. Um, well, firstly, you need to find out, you know, pick your turf because each of them are quite different. Right. So decide whether, you know, your demographic hangs out on Facebook or, you know, Instagram is the younger generation. Facebook tends to be older. That's, that's good to know. Um, and then remember that it is social media and, and be service oriented first and do a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of service and then let the, the, the selling and stuff come sort of low down in terms of the proportion Mm -hmm. of what you do because it really is about connecting and serving people mm. so a, a real practical thing that i did early on with twitter is i did some branded tweets i'd read somewhere it was a good idea to do it so i did this thing called be kind to you mm. so it's, uh, i use a hashtag be kind to you and every day i would put out a be kind to you tweet so it could be recognized each time and it was there promptly same time every day it was a regular TikTok. there it is there's your tweet of the day um and i, I did a hundred of those in the end and um and it, it was great in terms of, of getting followers then it became an ebook and you know then i started to play games with it where you know pick a number between one and a hundred mm. um you know someone would say you know 67 great you'll be kind to you advice today is whatever tweet number 67 was that just goes <laughs> out to whoever and so then you start to have fun with it but the main thing about that it was led by service which was um you know mpa in many ways is about being kind to you so that was part of how it was linked in but it was relatable everyone understands kindness more than they do mpa in, in the beginning right and then and then it was about just being regular and service oriented and none of that included any selling but it did make a lot of connections and then a conversation could happen mm, love that wow Great, great advice on that, on, on, on the proper use of social media. And, uh, and the interesting thing, Joel, that I have found, uh, you know, I worked prior to working with my more general bucket of mission-driven businesses and entrepreneurs, I worked particularly with artists. And <clears throat> similar thing happened with, and it's happened also with mission-driven businesses, that, again, a lot of them are focused on, uh, by nature, their, their business itself is very passionate, very um, purpose-driven, very mission-driven, yet when they were using social, they were doing the selling. And so they weren't using, you know, they were putting out the content and it, and it, and it came across as the buy, 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 you know, type of a thing, rather than what their very inherent nature of their business and, and themselves was, which is to provide service, to provide value and that sort of thing. And so I find that interesting. It's it, people are obviously getting into they're learning and they're getting into the the, the right quote unquote right way to use social media. But um, but I love that you you went into it with the purpose of making connections and being the social side of it rather than the selling side of it, which is um, which is the proper way to use it um, overall. Because uh, ultimately, you're going to really detract people, and and what you want to do is get the word out about your miss mission and your message and, and ultimately your business rather than detract people with bye, 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 right? So I love that. 
again, if you look at, I mean, it really is an extension of, it is called social media. So if you mm. think about it in terms of just human relating, right. you know, I'm out on the street, I meet someone, I'm going to just chat to them and then they're going to say, well, what do you do? You know, and I go, oh, well, you know, if you don't want to light, light that touch paper, go ahead and do it. But I warn you, <laughs> <laughs> and that's my style. But here we go. Here's non-personal awareness. And they're like, well, that's fascinating. Right. <laughs> either it'll move on because they go, well, I don't want to hear that. Or, or they'll inquire more. And it, it's that same, mm-hmm. if you bring that attitude to all of the social media, then, then you're going to do really well. Right. You don't whip out your book and just tell them, oh, this is why I'm an author and I have this book and you want to buy it. You don't go right into sell mode when you're meeting people and when you're making those connections. So that's great. A great point. Thank you. Um, and so you've given, shared tons of great and valuable um, information. I just wanted to see, do you have any other, can you give like one other piece of advice that um, as an entrepreneur or, or whatever you care to share that can really um, help the missionpreneurs that are listening today? Well, I think the most fundamental one, um, again, maybe, I don't know that much. I think missionpreneurs maybe have this more in their awareness. But I think the number one thing across the board is to, you know, is you've got to clear your crap out. Right. <laughs> if I can use that word, but it's like, yeah, it, it really is. Um, <laughs> it, it's It's about, there, when when you're driven with a passion and you have to be to run any business, let alone a mission mission based one, then it's going to really bring your crap to the surface, and you need to be willing to invest the time, the energy, and sometimes the money to um, to keep that clear. Because to me, one of the most underlying things I've mentioned the word already is is inspiration, and you need to mm. be available to the inspiration. But we often get so tied up in either our our internal stuff or the busyness stuff. Um, you know, really inspiration is the true source of all success if you, if you look at it and it comes from beyond ourselves. Um, so that, that's what I'd say is you need to find a way to, 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 to clear out your crap so you're available for inspiration. Of course, I mean, a lot of people I work with, um, are missionpreneurs actually and and we talked a bit about earlier they come with that kind of the, the weight of all the, the stuff that's there and when they clear it out they find that translates beautifully back into their business they're clear they're aligned and then with the amount of work that's got to be done they get much more focused much more mm. effective um and it's not that they've they've learned the, the the five steps of social media. It's that they've connected to themselves, then felt the inspiration of how that looks through them, and that's the difference. Mm, that's and, and of course, clearing out the crap is also going to not only bring in inspiration in your business life, but in your personal life as well. And so many ways, and I could just imagine. I mean, just the uh, how important that is in all areas of your life. So, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, I wanted to to let people know how they can work with you. Maybe can you give a little bit of of um, of information on your? I know you work with individuals, and you also work with training the trainer, so to speak. Can you give touch a little bit of, on both those aspects of your business? Sure. Well, um, people can definitely come and, and do coaching um, one-on-one with me. They can check that out. There's a little shortened URL. That's another top tip for your social media. Get yourself a, um, a vanity URL. Mine's mm. mpa me slash coaching with Joel will get you to the coaching pages. Um, that's great if you want to come and really you know, get involved in that way. But generally, the way that, that our business is set up, we do uh, the best way to find out and get involved and learn how to use MPA in your own life is 
is our audio program, which is MPA The Bridge. Um, again, MPA for me slash MPA The Bridge. Um, and um, that's that's a really good way that we'll, we'll teach you some of the underlying principles, help you really understand the quantum physics behind why nothing is personal fundamentally, mm-hmm. and teach you the process in detail. Um, and then we do do live events. Um, I did a big tour of Canada last year, probably going back there this year, um, and certainly in the UK, uh, where we expand that. Um, but I think uh, depending on, on where people are, we can work on Skype one-to-one or go ahead and get the bridge is the best way to get involved with MPA at this point. Mm. Also, of course, come to my social media. Um, the Facebook page is MPA Rocks with three exclamation marks. Um, <laughs> and you can find me, you know, Joel Young MPA, pretty straightforward on Instagram, Pinterest and Twitter. Great. And uh, did you talk about the the training, the uh, the trainers, or the? Do you have oh, a program people, like that coming up? Yeah, well, we do. Um, I mean, one of the, the the ways that I'm looking to expand MPA at speed is to get other people up to speed so they can teach it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so you would need to come along do the weekend. Um, we're just introducing actually a couple of other tracks. So we've got um, a seven day retreat called Absolute MPA, which is seven days of doing MPA in loads of ways on lots of stuff for people that aren't necessarily um, looking to go the teaching way. And then we do a facilitators program for people who want to use it in their practice. So if you've got any coaches and those kind of things, we're going to be introducing that end of the this year or early next year a facilitators training and then beyond that there's the teacher training um, which is available too. The other thing that I haven't said here is is also just the general website where you can find loads of resources is simply nonpersonalawareness.com and that's really the best starting point. Great and I'll have your your information and social links available uh, um, <clears throat> on, uh, on the, the, on the main website. So thank you for that. Uh, well, I guess, you know, that's, you've given us boatloads of value information on this call. <laughs> thank you so much, Joel. And, and for anybody listening, really, please, I mean, f- uh, follow Joel. Again, he's, he says that he's, he's just providing massive value to everyone here. And, and of course, so, so important as an entrepreneur, as a business owner to clear the crap. <laughs> I definitely think we could say that. So please follow Joel and, and, and check out. Uh, and, I, and I wanted you to touch upon the, uh, the trainer, train the trainer aspect, because there might be people on this call who are interested in learning and, 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 and really then getting the word out to their own networks about MPA and how they can help their own uh, clients and network really clear the crap. So I love that. And uh, so thank you so much, Joel, for being with us today. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. It's been great. And thank you for joining me today for Mission Chat. And have a mission-filled day. Bye-bye.